What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind Podcast, episode 169 on seven effective ways to protect your inner peace. You at any given moment can be a bottle of water or a bottle of soda, but understand this, you cannot be both. Welcome back, millionaires, to the Million Dollar Mind podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about inner peace. I love talking about inner peace and just balance and just being centered because it's it's really essential to how we go about everything, right? How you do one thing is how you do everything. So how your mind is, it really affects on how you do everything else, right? So, but before we get into that, I want to make sure you guys, whether you tapped in on Spotify, Apple, uh, Anchor, Google, Radio Republic, wherever you are listening to this, want to make sure that y'all go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel because we are up and live and we would love to connect with you guys on there. And if you like listening to podcasts, you may even like watching podcasts even more, seeing our beautiful faces. Well, I can't really you know flatter myself like that, but I'm all right. But yes, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that bell. And start just engaging so the algorithm can continue to put our content in front of you and you don't miss or skip a beat. Let's get into today's content. All right. What's up, millionaire? So I know I shared this once, maybe even twice, but here's the third time. So I'm really starting to lose faith in business cards. And the reason why is because every time I get about 500 business cards, I use about 100, 150 and my business has changed whether the website has changed or just things are just changing, especially when you're a new entrepreneur. You know, I've been in entrepreneurship just under five years. So, you know, things are still changing. You optimizing, you're getting new websites, getting new Instagram accounts and your business card really expires. So what I learned and what I love now is Popple, right? I have a Popple card right here in my pocket. And what I love about it is it's a physical card that I can put my logo on even has a QR code that I can scan or hold up to somebody's phone. And they have a virtual business card where I can update my information as much as I need to. I can share as much information as I want to from my phone number, social media pages, the whole nine. And I can also disable sharing that information if I want to as well. I definitely want you guys to consider Popple because as your business is changing, why spend so much money on these paper business cards when most of the times people throw them away and it's expired because you changed your business. So there's also going to be a link at the bottom of this video for you to download Popple, get your business card, or if I hold it up close enough, you might be able to scan that QR code. So welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the number one passion attraction podcast in the world. Thanks to each and every single one of you, man. I just can't show the gratitude enough for just the love that I get from you all, the engagement that I get from you all, the feedback that I get from you all it is all has it all has been a crucial part to the growth that we have seen in the show from, you know, I remember when we first started, you know, we was getting like five people listening, 10 people listening. Then we broke a hundred people listening. Now we get over 12,000 downloads a month. And that is all thanks to each and every single one of you for sharing and showing that love. I can't, 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 can't express my gratitude enough. And again, I want you guys to be be comfortable and assured that you are in the right place if you're looking for money making tips and tricks for living a more passionate life. So let's get into today's 
bag. So today we're going to be talking about water and soda. No, not really. We're talking about inner peace. But why does water and soda keep coming up in this episode already? Because if you look at a bottle of water, I wish I had some. I wish I had brought some with me. But if you had a bottle of water and you have a bottle of soda, what you're going to do is you're going to shake up that bottle of soda as rigorously as you want. Drop it, toss it on the ground, disrespect that bottle of soda, disrespect the bottle of soda and then open it. And you guys are probably a little bit hesitant to do that because you know what will happen. You're looking at me like, hi, now, why would we go open that soda after you just told us to do all that? That's exactly the point, because, you know, what's going to happen is that soda is going to go crazy. It is going to explode and you are going to be full of sticky fizz and sugar (laughs) and it's not going to be fun so let's just not open it and understand the point here but what i want you to do now is take that bottle of water and do the same thing that you did to that bottle of soda go ahead and treat it disrespect that bottle of water toss it kick it throw it at a wall just do everything you can to that bottle without unscrewing that top and opening it right and then when you come down to being done with disrespecting the bottle open it And you all are probably going to open it with no hesitation. You are going to be fine with the results of opening that bottle of water for the fact that it is a bottle of water. It's not going to explode like the bottle of soda. And that is where this analogy comes into, because, again, we give people a lot of power. We talked about this uh, a few episodes back of giving people the power to give us opportunities when we can create opportunities ourselves. That same energy is applied to creating our own peace. We create our own peace. We don't have to give people the power to give us grace and be super nice and not stress us off, not stress us out or piss us off. Right. Right. We don't have to give people that power, you know, over our day to day operations because a bottle of water being a bottle of water means that people can easily piss you off. People can shake you up. They can throw you around. And you are going to be super bothered on the inside. But as a bottle of water, you can you can be shook, shaken, stirred, right? Spun, thrown against a wall. I'm not saying that if anybody throws you against a wall physically in the literal sense that you should be okay with that. You shouldn't. I'm addressing that right then and there. But spiritually, right? Emotionally, like when when it comes to the words and how words affect us, we should not allow those words to bother us as a bottle of water. We should remain that flat stat, not stagnant. I don't want to say stagnant because that makes it sound negative, but that flat unmoved bottle of water is still water. It's still going to be water. And you can open it up and you can drink it and it's still going to have the same taste that it would have had if you didn't do all that shaking and stirring and throwing and flipping. Right. But I hear so many people just, and and somebody could just say one thing to them. And all of a sudden it's like, oh man, it just pissed me off. I can't do that. I can't, but I can't now because of X, Y, Z. This person did such and such. They just killed my whole vibe. Right. We say these things and it's like, did they really, what, what, All they did was just disagree with you. All they did was just say something super ignorant. That's them. Let them be ignorant. Why didn't the question is, why didn't you just tell them, hey, that was a pretty ignorant thing to say? Did you mean it like that or did you mean it like this? 
and just go on about your day or don't say anything and go about your day. However you want to, however you want to rock the boat, the choice is yours. But we need to be reminded that things happen for us, not to us. Right. That person saying that ignorant thing didn't happen to you. They didn't. Right. Even if they said something ignorant to you, it didn't happen to you. Right. They just said something to you for you to learn something or for you to communicate something because that person could have been ignorant. And they said that ignorant thing to you for you to be the person to teach them the lesson in a respectful way. Right. We don't we got to think about these things. We, we, we can't always have the victim mindset that people say things for us to be hurt. People say things because people don't think about what they say. <laughs> like, let's be honest. A lot of times we just go on and just go on these rants and we say things and we don't really think too hard about who's around and what groups we might be, you know, offending or whatever the case may be. Right. Sometimes I can flow and I can, you know, I'm very cognizant and there's not too many people that are as cognizant. You know, I'm very cognizant, but I, I know even still sometimes on the podcast, I could say some things that might offend another group. And I might catch myself. I might not catch myself. And if I have, just know that it came from a place of love, not from a place of hate. I don't hate anybody. I don't try to one up anybody. I just want everybody to be on the same page and everybody to get this money so that they can provide for their families and have time freedom. That's what I want. So, again, we just got to be reminded that things happen for us and not to us. We are not the victim. We are not the victim. So don't play like the victim, because if you want to be a victim, you're going to be a victim because you're going to your brain doesn't like to be a liar. So if you are telling your brain and your brain agrees that you are a victim, your brain is indeed going to find people that can make you a victim in situations that can make you a victim. So you're just going to be attracting situations of victimship. <laughs> I'm making stuff. I'm not making that up, but I'm making up the term victimship. I don't know if that's a real word. I don't really care. But you guys know what I'm saying is that R.A. I think it's the R.A.L., RAS reticular activating system is a filter in our brain that forces our brains to search for the physical evidence of the beliefs that we put in our mind. So if I say I'm rich, I have such great friends, I have an amazing support system. My mind is going to be now super sensitive to when people give me affirmation, when people bring me that great support, when people move me right I'm going to be super sensitive to that. But if I say, oh, I hate this job or I'm, I'm I'm broke and, you know, things are not going right for me. My brain is now going to look past the blessings that I have. It's going to look past the fact that I just closed a great contract. It's going to look past the fact that I have an amazing partner that supports me. It's going to look past those things and it's going to focus again and be hypersensitive to people pissing me off at work because I said I hate this job. So we got to be careful on what we say. But again, it's going to we could talk about the what. Right. We could talk about even the why. But I like to talk about the how. Here are some action steps on how you can start to move a little bit more peacefully and to protect that inner peace. So I got some action steps and it wouldn't be the million dollar mind podcast without them. Here goes your seven ways to increase and improve your inner peace. The first one is you got to start with sleep. 
Are you getting adequate sleep? And adequate sleep may not look like eight hours. For me, adequate sleep is six hours. If I get eight hours, oh, I'm in there. I'm feeling amazing. No complaints. If I'm getting six hours, that's my bare minimum, though. That's adequate sleep for me, though. I can function. I can still have a great, a great day with adequate sleep. And the reason why you want to focus on adequate sleep is because if you're running off of low sleep, your your brain is moving at a much slower pace and it's not going to pick up on things that are exciting. You might over you, you can easily you're just a lot delayed. So you want to get adequate sleep. Right. I'm no doctor, so I'm not going to speak on it from a, a medical perspective. I might have to get Dr. TJ on the show to talk about the effects of sleep and stress and how it you know, affects our emotions and things like that. Sounds like a great topic. I think I might have to. I think I might have to do that. Uh, I think I might have to. I would call. I would call TJ. I'm not going to do it though. I'm not going to do it. All right. Number two, practice gratitude. Right. We have to get in the habit of practicing gratitude every night before we go to sleep. And what that looks like for me, at least, is writing down five things that I'm grateful for. Five things that happened for me today that I'm grateful for. It could be I'm grateful for my creativity. I'm grateful for the energy to create content. I'm great. I'm grateful for, you know, um, uh, my family. I'm grateful for my support. I'm grateful for opportunities to help others. It could be whatever. I want to write down at least five things that I'm grateful for at the end of the day, because then I'm going to go to sleep feeling even more grateful. I'm going to go to sleep feeling blessed. I'm going to go to go to sleep feeling uh, accomplished. I'm going to go to sleep feeling r- renewed and, and it increases the likelihood of you actually going to sleep, not having a bad dream. All right. If you have a lot of bad dreams, it's because you're probably under a lot of stress. So your stress is creating these stories in your mind to help you figure out some type of lesson from that bad dream that will help you with the stress. We don't look at it that way, but we oftentimes get bad dreams because of some underlying lesson that we need to learn or some type of baggage that we need to hold ourselves accountable for or to address. Like if you have a bad dream of you getting into a car accident and I was reading up on this and it was so interesting. When you have these bad dreams of being in a car accident, you're either in the passenger seat or in the driver's seat. When you get in this car accident and you're in the passenger seat, it most likely means that you need to address someone hurting you. Someone hurt your feelings. Someone said something to you. Someone messed up really bad uh, and it really turned your life around. You know, this really impacted your life. This was, wasn't was something small like somebody saying something. Uh, they might have did something that, smite, uh, that, that spited you or something. But it, you need to address that person. But if you're the driver... It often means that you have hurt someone and you need to figure out mostly the person in the passenger seat. Right. Uh, In most cases. And you need to figure out what it is that you did to that person. And you need to come to come to terms with that person and apologize and address that situation. Uh, So back to the point, back to the point of the practicing gratitude. Practicing gratitude will allow you to just go to sleep more peacefully waking up on the right side of the bed. It would increase that. It would increase the likelihood of you waking up already feeling good. And which is crazy because the day hasn't even started yet. And you woke up feeling great because of what you did the night before. 
Number three is practice meditation. And I have learned throughout the years that meditation doesn't always look like you sitting in a dark, quiet room with your legs fold, folded and your, you know, fingers up saying, um, right. Meditation could look like you going for a walk and just being with yourself. Meditation could look like you, um, going to one of those, uh, those, uh, those sense pools they have these pools that are literally like uh, it's like salt water and you're like floating and then they cut off all the lights and it's some meditative music they got some you know some meditative lights that are in in the dark room and you just meditate you know it's just you just float in this water um i really want to try that that's on my bucket list i gotta remember what they actually call it so i can find it on groupon (laughs) on groupon (laughs) but yeah, so practice meditation and find out what that looks like for you. It could be sitting in your car with some meditative sounds. It could just be, you know, sitting at your desk, closing your eyes. It could be sitting pretzel style on the floor in a dark room. It could be anything. Really what meditation looks like is you being one with your thoughts and receiving thoughts Right. And being one with your thoughts and receiving thoughts is your opportunity to receive and try to focus on the static and the noises that you hear in your head in this moment of silence. Uh, It's trying to pick up on the strongest sounds and the strongest messages, the strongest signals. Because it's something that you have to hear, something that you have to hear It's strong because you have to hear it. Number four, focus on spiritual fulfillment. And what does spiritual fulfillment look like? Right. Because some people may not be the most spiritual and that's OK. Um, you'll get there. And I feel like it's best for us all to get there. Um, and the, the, the more you meditate, the more you practice gratitude, the more sleep you get, the closer you actually get to that spiritual realm and that spiritual side of things. Being in tune with um, your spiritual self. And what I'm saying is spiritual fulfillment focus on. Doing things that move you, that excite you, talking to people that make you feel good about yourself, not talk, not surrounding yourself with people that make you feel like you're not good enough. Right. This is all spiritual fulfillment. When you have those release of endorphins in a positive and constructive way, that's spiritual fulfillment. So it's figuring out the things that are going to give you those release of and positive endorphins and make you feel good about what you're doing, who you're becoming and the path that you're taking. All right. Number five, take care of your physical health and your body, right? Uh, uh, out of shape body. It's hard for your mind to be in shape if your body is not in shape. And don't get me wrong. You have a lot of successful entrepreneurs, uh, who may be obese and on the heavier side of things, or may even be super skinny. But but that's not to say that they're mentally where they want to be. We don't know what these people are dealing with. Right. And I know that even if they are happy and they are confident, I know that is in most cases. Right. Because these are extraordinary people. A lot of people that we see. Right. These are extraordinary people. Uh, And when it comes to the average and in most cases with people, if your body is unhealthy, your mind is unhealthy. Because for your body to be unhealthy, it's, it's more than just not working out. It's also about the foods that you put in there. 
And so if you're putting in BS, that those toxins from those BS run through your pores. You start to stink. Uh, you also start to just th- th- think more toxically. It, it all plays a huge part in everything. The food that you eat and consume plays a part on how you think. And so if you consume shit, you think shit. But if you consume abundance, you think abundance. If if you are confident about how you look and your physical appearance, your, your mind starts to follow. I know for me, anytime I got into a slump to where my personal development was slacking and I didn't be I wasn't motivated to wake up early to read and, you know, get on top of my personal development and that stuff. The easiest way for me to get back into that mode was to start going back to the gym. Once I start going back to the gym consistently, everything else kind of fell into place. It's like that is like the best starting point, because once you experience feeling good about going to the gym and the results, you start to see your body changing in amazing ways. You're now your your mind. You start to think, okay, what other ways can I challenge myself? How can I sharpen my mind? How can I sharpen, you know, my, my spirit? How can I make sure I'm living peacefully? Right. That's number five. Take care of your physical body. Your physical appearance. Number six, hang around more positive people. Again, part of that focusing on spiritual fulfillment is not putting yourself around toxicity. So hang around people who are positive and not people who are toxic. It is 2022. Uh, A lot of my friends, we getting ready to, you know, touch 30. And I'm just realizing like we too old to still be settling for toxicity. Too old to be settling for toxic behavior even after we address the toxic behavior. If you address it and the person still is moving to- toxically, toxicity, I don't know. They're still moving like a toxic person, right? Snip, snip. We got to cut them off. We got to cut them off. We got to think about ourselves. You got to think about ourselves. This is where you start to be more selfish. All of these things really is where you start to be more selfish and it's okay to be selfish, right? It's okay to say, hey, no, I can't come to game night or I can't go out with y'all because I got to get up early and I need six hours of sleep. You're being selfish, but that's good. Be disciplined. Maybe they'll take your lead and they'll start to go to the gym at five in the morning or go to the gym at six in the morning or not stay out super late. Get some sleep. Right. Maybe they'll follow your lead. Trying to do push ups. Right. Maybe they'll follow your lead. Number seven for the, the final one is address situations in the moment. And that's what I was saying in the beginning as well is, you know, sometimes people say things uh, or do things uh that can be disrespectful. Uh, it's not, it's, it's outside of just what they say and, and okay, they just said this thing and I shouldn't let it bother me. Sometimes people do say some outlandish, disrespectful stuff and do disrespectful things. You cannot allow that to just slide. You cannot just allow that to just fester on and, and, and like, that's the, why would you want that? Right. If this person disrespected you, Why would you want to hold on to that and be bothered by it all day when you can just address the situation right there and move on? Even if that person don't get it, like 
You say what you got to say and move on. Like, hey, yo, don't say nothing like that to me again. I find that totally disrespectful uh, and I, I just don't appreciate it. And if you can't, you know, respect my wishes, then I'm going to have to end this conversation and, you know, part ways and move in a different direction. Because I can't I can't really deal with that again. Boom. Address it and move on. But do not let it fester because that's heavy on your heart. You don't want it weighing on your heart. You want to find balance. You want to find inner peace, right? You got to find your peace. And the thing is, like I said, our physical and our mental health play a huge part in our emotions. The two go hand in hand in emotions. If you're feeling tired and you're feeling sluggish and you're feeling, you know, uh, heavy, you most likely are also going to feel sad. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel empty. But if you have an uh, adequate sleep and you feel good about your physical health and you're reading, it is way more likely for you to be in a positive mental space with positive emotions than if you were dealing with those negative emotions in a negative mental and physical space. Right. Negative for the negative, positive for the positive. And we have negative and positive emotions that we deal with every single day. But you are most likely going to experience those positive emotions if you are in a positive mental and physical state. This is just statistics. Right. And you can easily be ticked off when there is something about yourself that you don't feel good about. Right. Like. Just. Think about when you go to. Uh, I'm trying to tread lightly, but I'm just going to say it right. You go to a Walmart in um, in a neighborhood that's, that the city has totally neglected. Right. We, I'm going to call it the hood. You go to a Walmart in the hood where you see. And if you do this, I I don't think that you should be doing this, especially if, you listen, if you're listening to this podcast because you're here for, you know, tips on living a more passionate life. You you here for networking, like all this kind of stuff, and you're most likely going to see people walking in that Walmart looking a hot mess. I'm talking like pajamas, just really looking like they just rolled out of bed and didn't even brush their teeth. And it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, and those are the people who tend to have an attitude with the fact that you know the lines are too long and it's not moving. Like, hey, it's the middle of COVID. They clearly are short staffed. Like, hey, I chose to come to this Walmart this time. I'm just going to be patient. I'm just going to wait. Or I'm going to put this stuff back and I'm going to leave if I don't want to be here. But I'm not going to sit here catching an attitude with everybody. It is most it's mostly the the people who don't feel good about themselves that carry the disrespect, carry the 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 poor attitude and wear it all over their face. They wear it on their appearance. Quite frankly. Right. And again, I don't think that anybody listening to this podcast has done that or would be that person. But if the, if if you are that person, I'm glad that you listened to this. I'm glad that you joined me because we got to do things differently. We got to be better. Like we can't come out the house. We got to come out the house caring about our physical appearance. First impressions are a real thing. And so if you talking about being a business owner and, you know, you trying to network, 
you are less likely going to network with somebody that you know damn for sure you should be networking with if you looking like a bum. Am I right or am I right? I know if I came out the house looking like half the people I see in, in some of these Walmarts, I wouldn't want to talk to nobody. I'm trying to get in and get out. I don't want nobody to see me. I don't want you to see that. Like I had a bad day. I don't want you seeing me. I'm t- putting my head down and I'm getting the things I need and I'm getting out. However, when you're confident, there's not much that can disturb you. When you when you got your physique right, your body right, your mind is right, your circle, your circle is killing the game, too. You wake up feeling nice. You are confident. You love talking to people. You can just walk into a room and then people just looking at you in your circle and y'all just attract smiles. And then you just want to talk to people because you're confident. But nowadays, we care too much about what people say instead of fixing ourselves first. Fix you first and everything else will flow. I promise. You focus on fixing you, everything else is going to fall in place. So if you're unhappy about, you know, your mindset, if you're unhappy about your your body, if you're unhappy about your financial situation, fix it. Change it and you change it by doing something differently. What you're doing now, I can tell you right now, is not working. So you do it by you fix it by doing something different. Right, because the longer it takes us to find our balance, our center, our peace in our truest selves, our confidence in in who we are. The longer it takes for us to find abundance. Right. Abundance comes to those who become more, right? If you, Jim Rohn, I literally just posted this video today. Jim Rohn said, if you, if someone gave you a million dollars, you best become a millionaire so you can keep the money. Because otherwise, if you don't become a millionaire here, right? Because you can have a million dollars. It don't make you a millionaire. If you don't become a millionaire here, you're going to lose the money, Right? So ask yourself this question or these questions as frequently as you need to. Who am I becoming? And do I like it? Do I like the person that I am becoming? I am blessed to say that I wake up every single day and I love the person that I'm becoming because I'm becoming a better person every single day. I love the person that I'm becoming. So ask yourself, Who are you becoming and do you like it? Do you love the person that you are becoming? And if so, I'm super, 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 super thankful to have you a part of the show. I would love to hear your experiences on finding this, this peace, finding this balance, finding your center on who you are and how you came to this definition of who you are. Feel free to DM us on the platform on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at the MDM underscore pod. Feel free to subscribe to the YouTube channel. But before we get into all of that, I'm super thankful to just have you all part of the show week in, week out. And I want to thank you all in advance for becoming the change agents that you're bound to become, especially as you apply today's principles. And a little sidebar, because I'm still getting a lot of wholesalers, a lot of new wholesalers that uh, procrastinate and are wasting so much valuable time doing the wrong activities. I keep telling them, hey, you no longer need to be focusing on this. You want to focus on 
a virtual assistant, a transaction coordinator. You want to focus on getting these things and creating systems around building around them. Right. Because even when they figure it out, they still remain a slave to their business. And that's not the point of why we create businesses. We create businesses to fund and finance the lives that we want to live. And so I found out a way to consistently earn an average profit per deal for all my wholesalers out there listening. 15K or more per deal can be yours while consistently scaling your wholesale operation. And I have carefully crafted, carefully crafted the real estate side hustle playbook to give you a detailed understanding of the same systems that my team use on a daily basis. Right. To, and we use these systems to project over 150K in revenue per month. And the best thing about the pro, uh, the playbook is I'm giving it to you all for free. All you have to do is text REI to 888-292-1501. That's REI to 888-292-1501 for your free copy delivered to your smartphone or your computer. Go ahead and get that Side Hustle Academy playbook. Let's get it. And with that said, just remember to keep focus, build momentum and drive results so you can live abundantly. My name is Kai Speaks and we out. Thank you.